Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery. The topic, false belief. The effects of verbal and emotional abuse are hard to comprehend because we never thought to challenge what was said to us or about us until we found ACA. If we were told we were worthless or ignorant as children, we believed it without question. And, you know, like I could read the book Carol Dweck Mindset for you know, intellectual knowledge, but trauma, PTSD specifically leads to um, a fixed mindset and not trying to get better at things that, you know, might actually have be latent gifts. It's something that I'm like, uh, you know, looking at recovery. And a lot of times the obstacle is the way, but um, as Tony Robbins says, a lot of times we're the opposite of what we say we are. And, you know, I was reading one of Patrick Karn's books. I believe the book was Sexual Anorexia. It was, you know, accept compliments unconditionally. And I find in recovery, a lot of times, um, you know, I think as a loving parent, as they say in ACA, is, you know, to give myself, you know, self-affirmation. But what I've noticed is people see me as I am now, and I see myself as I was pre-recovery. And that's why they say sometimes the person who changes is the last to know. Back to the reading. For many of us, our caretakers taught us in action and deed that we were worthless. Or our values, you know, I would add our values didn't matter. We're not really important. Their values mattered more. You know, hard work versus, you know, sports and having fun and, you know, talking to women. And like the kind of things, uh, you know, being a leader. You know, it's kind of hard to be a leader outside from a healthy perspective Uh, When it can't be inside, you know, then it's just a compulsive need to prove. Back to the reading. When there was no food, we thought it was because we deserved none. We were bad. We cried alone in our rooms, but eventually learned not to cry when we saw that it made us more vulnerable. We retreated from our bodies and emotions until nothing was left but confusion. The trauma was complete, and I would add complex. We had become numbed out zombies, compulsively seeking the next shock to remind us we were still alive. Wow. You know, I remember I was at a wedding reception, and there was a lady from a different country, and she thought the reason people, you know, cut themselves is, you know, to feel something. And, you know, I belonged to a CrossFit gym, I think for four years, uh, two separate gyms, and a lot of times, you know, that kind of intense workout might be the only time in the day that, you know, I felt something. And I, I think, you know, part of that's also a byproduct of American society where it's just pushing papers all day long um, and, you know, reducing the physical stuff. Um, reminder that I need to get back into tapping an EFT. Back to the reading. We now allow ourselves to get angry at those who harmed us, you know, especially my father and others who knew and did nothing. I saw something on Instagram, which was, you know, the people that you're not allowed to criticize. Those are the people who control your life. And so there needs to be some sort of healthy expression. Back to the reading. We journal. It's been huge. I didn't even know I was doing it. That's why, you know, Julia Cameron's any time of the day pages. We talk to friends. We rage and hit pillows with wiffle bats and scream if we have to. But we don't hold it all in. We let go of blaming ourselves. We know we weren't the cause of what happened. We now choose to be around those who validate us when we talk about what happened and let go of those who stare blankly as we recount our childhood. We don't spell it out. We just let go. On this day, I choose to talk to those who can truly hear me and let go of those who can't. 
I know I'm worthwhile and deserve to have caring people in my life. The next, what a great reading. I love ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The next reading comes from, also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, Tradition 10. As a fellowship, we have no opinion on outside issues. We exist for one purpose, to carry the message to those still suffering from the effects of growing up in a dysfunctional family. And that, and that has been a thing. You know, I'm in, you know, several programs. And in a lot of programs, I really don't care about outside. Like, outside issues are not going to help me heal from trauma. You know, and, you know, uh, a lot of times it'll divert or gossip, you know. And, um, you know, I think what I've learned is like to really own what I what I, what do I want to talk about with people rather than, you know, shape shifting and pretending I was interested in subjects that I'm not interested in at all. And I'm a curious individual by nature. So there's a ton of subjects that I am actually interested in. And, you know, um, outside issues, you know, they, they talk about, uh, you know, in the parking lot or, you know, outside meetings, uh, obviously not so much in ACA, but it definitely in uh, some other programs, it's like, I really don't want to get to you know, I really don't want to know what people think about certain things, you know, that are not related to recovery. This is, this is, you know, the obstacle is the way and, you know, healing from trauma is the obstacle. Back to the reading. The issues relating to, you know, it reminds me, I was like, nobody ever says, oh, I was having a great day and I watched the news and I feel so much better. Anyways, back to the reading. The issues relating to the disease concept of alcoholic dysfunctional family systems are endless. We could sit in meetings and talk about them continuously without ever focusing on ourselves. Many of us might even be moved to involve ourselves in an outside cause as a way of trying to save the world. I love Eric Hoffer. He talks about the notion of true believer and the types of people who are susceptible to being that. And the one who's not is the artist. And so much of my recovery is to find, discover, and spend time on my creativity. If it's not, it could be transferred or transformed. But this would be a recreation of the dysfunction learned in childhood where we dealt with the needs of others instead of ourselves. When ACA stays away from public controversy, our doors are open to all who desire to recover from the dysfunctional effects of their childhood. Were we to take a position on any controversy, we might initially attract some people interested in that cause, but we could dilute our message and potentially make it unsafe for ACAs in general. If we as individuals decide after careful thought that we want to be involved with an issue outside of the bounds of ACA, we are mindful that we don't represent ACA, and I no ways do. In this way, the meetings keep a singleness of purpose remain free from emotional intoxication, you know, which can be, you know, highs and lows, and provide the adult child the greatest chance to recover. On this day, I will help my meetings keep its focus on ACA recovery. If outside issues arise, I will respectfully remind others of Tradition 10, affirming for myself that ACA is my opportunity to champion myself as the most important cause of my life affirming for myself that ACA is my opportunity to champion myself as the most important cause in my life. And that concludes today's readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to stay present and to pause because that's where God is in the silence.